Welcome to the Chronic Athlete Podcast. This is your host, Amy Denson, retired professional athlete turned life and wellness coach. This podcast features stories full of inspiration, resilience, and all things wellness. And its mission is to provide proof that it can be done, whatever it looks like for you. I'm obsessed with personal development, growth, and getting curious around how we can all create the life that we desire. So if those are your jam too, I'm so happy you're here. And if you're new to this space, welcome. Hello, my friend. Welcome to another podcast episode of the Chronic Athlete Podcast. I appreciate you being here so much. I wanted to talk about, from my experience working with clients over the past two years, plus probably some mirroring work on what has happened or what I've experienced myself in my fitness or health or growth journey. I wanted to share three ways that you, sorry, you are getting in your own way. I know this has, um, this has applied to me, but very much so for a lot of the clients that I've worked with that have struggles that it's been quite a journey to either find something that works for them, stick to something that works for them and, or give themselves some GD credit for even attempting some change and some growth and developing some new habits. So starting out the first way you are getting in your own way of your growth, of your health, of your fitness, of better relationships is that you are only seeing problems. You will not, or are not looking for solutions. So in starting anything new, usually I'm, I ask a client, a new client, what's going on, what's getting in your way, you know, and it's the laundry list of life's responsibilities right? If you have kids, God bless. I don't know how you do it, but we have jobs. We have careers. We have responsibilities. We have families. We have our own internal shit going on. We have, uh, external factors going on that are way out of our control. Are you taking care of some loved ones? Do you really not like your job? Um, are you just not feeling very well? So you don't have the energy to even fathom creating any change, right? We all have a lot of ish in our way that we can, and probably have hopefully up until now used as a barrier, dare I say an excuse to really living the life that we want to live. But in this case, to living a healthier life, right? So we know that most of you all know, if I went and talked to you right now and said, Hey, what can you do for your health to, to really see some improvements? You probably would say something around eating a certain way, maybe adding more healthier foods in, maybe taking some unhealthier foods out, maybe moving a bit more or a lot more, maybe getting in some more steps, maybe consider strength training maybe consider a group class. If internal motivation is hard for you, right? Maybe we should start looking at some supplements for any nutrition, nutrition, (laughs) nutrition deficiencies that you have. 
right? You have a lot of answers. You already know the areas that you probably need to improve on right now. The issue is, is that when you say that you want to change, you come to somebody like me to work with me. And when I ask you what's getting in your way, all we list out are the problems that are in your mind, creating those barriers. So as here are some examples, you know, people come to me and they will say, I will do anything. I feel like absolute crap. I, (laughs) you just tell me to jump, you know, I'll say how high, but we refuse to try any new foods. We refuse to try to eat in a different way. We refuse to get steps in when it's raining. We refuse to go outside when it's cold. We refuse to take five minutes for ourselves during the day. So this is what I mean by we only are seeing problems. And if all we focus on is problems, that is all we're going to see. And if we keep harping on that focus, we don't see any room for new habits. We don't see any room to create a solution that may be outside of your current thinking or outside of the box. But if you want to change something in your life, we are going to have to create that change around the existing barriers in your life. And I know that you hear this and you probably read all the quotes, but you have to stop waiting to change. You have to stop waiting this magical point in your life when all these barriers are going to settle down, when your responsibilities are going to calm down, when the stresses that are you know currently in your life are going to calm down, when your work responsibilities are going to calm down, when the next deadline hits, we cannot always rely on instilling healthier habits in times that seem ideal. And by my ideal would be very stress-free. I have a bit of extra time. I'm feeling a little bit more motivated. None of those feelings come unless we start to instill the new habits within your current life, because those new habits are going to probably give you more energy. They're probably going to give you a better perspective on probably your current issues or your current problems, your current barriers. They're probably going to be able to help you to manage your current stress a little bit better. So if we want to create change in our life, we want to improve some sort, some part of our life, right? Whether it's your health, your fitness, your relationships, your relationship with money, your career, your relationships in your professional career. And most of all, dramatic pause, the relationship with yourself, right? And we're going to get to that number three. So I challenge you to start to think outside of the box. How can I create the change, small change in my life with the current barriers I have? How can I improve my health? How can I improve my movement? How can I improve prioritizing myself, making a little bit of time for myself and my mental and emotional health in this current season? 
that alone is a habit that will change your life. It's not always going to look the same. The time you're going to be able to give your workout routine, the time that you may be able to give your personal self-care, whatever routine, the time that you're going to be able to meal, whatever meal prep, whatever that looks like that might be fluctuating, but we have to start getting into the habit of thinking in a solution orientated mindset and maybe even doing things that we don't necessarily feel like doing, especially when those life responsibilities and those barriers and problems seem like they're on, you know, this increasing, (laughs) I want to say like, hi, this increasing amount of ish coming at you. Right. So we have to start getting into the habit. So Number one way you're getting in, in your own way is that you are only focusing on the problem, not creating solutions. The second way you are getting in your own way of your growth, of your health, of your improvement of whatever, uh, in your life is the refusal refusal, excuse me, to change. I just had a podcast interview with a woman and I know you've seen the quotes and all of that of choose your heart, right? If you're uncomfortable in your body, if you're not happy with your energy, if you're not happy in your relationships, if you're not happy with the way that you're presenting yourself, as far as a leader in your family, a leader of yourself, a leader in your community, a leader in your career, if we don't change then nothing changes, right? So we have to choose our hard, but the refusal to change is also the refusal to, in my opinion, the refusal to grow. And when I say change, I think sometimes we, we are running into a vision of what we think we should be. We're running to a vision of when I get to this point, then I will feel like happy. I will feel content. I will feel confident. That's not what the change I'm talking about. I am talking about change and the willingness to intentionally be uncomfortable at some point throughout your day, whether that be something physical, which I I totally, um, am on board with, That could be taking a cold shower. That could be going outside and taking a walk when it's rainy and it's cold. Welcome to Oregon. That could be getting in a workout, right? And and physically really, you know, not necessarily even pushing your body, but just moving your body, getting it, breaking a sweat. Um, Emotionally, what's something emotionally uncomfortable I can do? I can have a hard conversation. I can go into a conflict or a a situation that I'm anticipating conflict and, and being prepared for that and understanding that as uncomfortable and nervous I am every time I put myself in this situation, I'm going to get better and better and better at not only facing the conflict, but facing it in a way that I, I want to be, you know, very intentional. I want to lead that conversation with integrity. I want to leave that conversation with, I guess, a feeling of content or peace that I 
for me, not necessarily the situation. And I'm not saying that everything is a conflict, but for me, that would be emotional growth, right. Or emotional change of something. And then mentally, right. What are you doing every day to mentally support your health? Are we doing any breath work? Are we meditating? And I'm sure you're saying, well, I don't have time for all like a two hour self-care routine in the morning. And I totally agree with you. But if we're not being intentional about opening our minds up and changing, right. And growing and really challenging the thoughts that are constantly floating around in our heads, then those same thoughts are going to be really dictating our emotions, which are going to dictate our actions, which are going to dictate our results. So if you're not happy with some sort of result in your life, we really need to be kind of bringing it on back and supporting our mental health in this way. I'm not talking about mental health as far as any diagnosis or anything like that. I'm talking about really being intentional, getting outside of our comfort zone. And that's really how we're going to change, right? But choosing that change choosing that, that discomfort, choosing to think outside of the box and doing something a little bit different than you've been used to for X amount of, of time in your life. So second way you are getting your way is just refusing to change. And then the last way is the number one thing I have worked with, with women over the past few years, it's almost, oh, it's my favorite. I was going to say almost it's, it's my favorite thing to talk about. And that is in whatever way it kind of comes out or internally you think about it is never feeling like you're doing enough, never feeling like you're good enough, never feeling like what you do is validated, never feeling like there's any sort of acknowledgement of progress. You're never settled with with any results. So much pressure being put on yourself. You are only concerned, let's say in a health, um, health realm, you're only concerned about the scale, right? So any other result outside of that, a better sleep, more energy, getting stronger, feeling better, none of that matters. Right. So we're always chasing something. A lot of times that is a core belief around not being enough. We never feel like we've reached the top of the mountain. And on the flip side, I do think that's a good thing because I think we should be slowly, but surely climbing that mountain and we really be focusing on the process, but this is in a different way. This is not acknowledging or even believing in the success that you have had in your life or the success in the journey and the process and the risk and the adventure that you are currently on or have taken. This is feeling like everybody's opinions, validation, 
acknowledgement. All of that is at the forefront of your progress. And no matter how much validation you get from outside sources, it's hard for you to believe it. It's hard for, for that validation to sink in. And if it does get through, it's easily dismissed. And you move on to the next thing, to the next goal. I find this a lot with my, with women that I've worked with that are very, very high achieving. And they really will like you tell them to jump. They will jump to the freaking moon. But there was always a layer of discontent. And at that point, that's where we really had to kind of dig a little deeper there and figure out where that feeling of not doing enough, not being enough was coming from. Because you can lose all the weight. You can have all the money. You can have externally probably all the the friends in the world, right? But if you're constantly chasing a feeling of more, 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 or you cannot acknowledge or feel any sense of accomplishment for yourself, there might be a little bit more going on beneath the surface there. It's kind of hard to describe. So I hope that that came off in an understandable way. And whatever way that that those kinds of thoughts happen for us differently, like it's not like all of us are walking down the street, like, I just don't feel like enough today. It's not, it's, it's, you know, feelings of insecurity, feelings of putting everybody else's opinions before yourself, feeling as though you're suppressing your opinion, feeling as though your voice is not as impactful in that room because all of those people are way smarter than you. They have more experience than you comparing yourself, especially to other, you know, women and, and just never feeling well enough. So that is the third way. So that is something to think a little bit on journal on if you're having those types of feelings of never feeling like anything is good enough. Sometimes we have to point that arrow right back and dig a little deeper there. So three ways you may be getting in your own way of your growth, of your change, of your, your personal development, your health and fitness journey. It really all applies. I hope this helped you today. Just a reminder, we are officially opening the wait list to the promise pack for 2024. The promise pack is a six month group program where we are just going to talk about what I think is so important here, but truth, truth and options around, Hey, these are the ways that you can eat for your health. 
This is, um, experts that are coming in to share their opinions about your health, your fitness. You're going to have connection with other women. And the biggest part of this is I wanted to make this, I did make this, but the most no brainer investment, because I am not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not here to tell you how to eat for your body, how to move for your body, but I am here to give a bunch of options, not a bunch, the options I believe in. (laughs) And the biggest part of this is implementation. It is a weekly call with other women like yourself that have had enough of saying, I will start when, because there are, there is so much knowledge out there, right? And every month we're going to go through a foundation of, of health. And the other part of this is so amazing is we focus a foundation or just the basics of health, right? And we're going to talk about food, movement, detoxification. We're going to talk about relationships, sleep, stress, because we can experience a ton of change just by doing the basics and the basics do not have to cost a lot of money. Most of the things we can do, um, especially when it comes to like routine stuff, stuff for our mental health, they're free. I want to show women, we can get a lot of progress in our health, in our weight loss, in our energy levels and our fitness by just doing the basics. It doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. What we are paying for, what you are investing in is the implementation. Is you actually following through on what you said you're going to do for yourself and your health, because there's all the knowledge out there and what we lack is implementation and what goals we will set for the next six months are super small, doable goals. But the kicker is that you are going to actually be consistent. So what kind of consistency or what kind of results can you get from being consistent for six months? And that doesn't mean being perfect. It's progress over perfection. But what if you walked every day for 30 minutes for six months? What if you ate hundred grams of protein every day for six months. What if you improved your sleep progressively over six months? What would your health look like in six months? What would your life look like in six months? How would you feel? What would your confidence be like? What would your relationships be like? And not only that, you leading yourself in that way what kind of ripple effect does that have on the, for the people in your life? And that is how real change happens is that you make a decision to change. You actually stick with your word, AKA the promise to yourself. And then people are like, Oh, wow. What are you doing? And then you do the same for them. You lead them. I believe in this so much. I want to offer steps that are super simple, still tailored to you, but in the basics 
that because they work, we don't need to get fancy over here. So the waitlist is open. You can email me at amyraynutrition at gmail.com. Shoot me a message on Instagram. And I have a special, a uh, little something, something for anyone that uh, decides to join the waitlist for 2024. So let me know if you're interested. I would absolutely love to chat with you about it if you are. Um, and I hope that this podcast helped. I'm really loving being back with you. Um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Chronic Athlete Podcast. My hope is that this message brought meaning to what's going on in your life today. If you feel so called, please leave a five-star review and let me know what you enjoyed about this episode or the podcast overall. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Amy Ray or on Facebook at the Chronic Athlete Podcast Community. We'd love to have you join and continue to have deeper conversations around growth and personal development and of course, all things wellness. Take care.